everybody. Welcome back to the State Champs Preps podcast. It is a playoff weekend. We are opening up the districts in high school football. And here to talk about it, of course, Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulak, Tom Markowski. What's up, boys? Going on, man. Playoffs. That's what's up. Where it's, it's going. Postseason. Put your, do or die, baby. Put your Surviving rain gear on tomorrow night. Yeah. Is it supposed to rain tomorrow? Okay. Well, you know, we were blessed <laughs> all <laughs> season come, long. It's got to come back yeah. to us somehow. You knew yeah. That yeah it the was nine coming. weeks. I don't remember nine consecutive weeks in a regular season where it was that nice. No, I think we. No, there were some parts of the state they did sure, get some yeah. rain, but not in Southeast Michigan. Yeah. Not only that, uh, not having one lightning delay. Yes. Was yeah. Huge. Yeah, it's better for the Here's teams, that doesn't too. happen tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one thing that I will mention right off the bat is that this podcast is presented by Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Go to doughraiser.com, best fundraising you can do, and also D mcu.com which is diversified members credit union please support them as they support state champs and uh, one other note is that uh, for those who are fans of the state champ scoreboard the radio show of which all these fine gentlemen participate in uh, we've got a hard start time of 10 30 no games tomorrow night to conflict mm-hmm. so uh, we'll be right on at 10 30 we'll uh, start getting to uh, everything that uh is going on and what will go on tomorrow night, meaning uh, Friday, meaning the football playoffs. So uh, lots to talk about. What we wanted to do is kind of start off with uh, a little bit of conversation regarding a controversial subject to some, uh, but something that uh, especially Tom Markowski has been uh, louding for a long time and has um, just basically wanted to see happen, and he makes a good case and uh, – I always tend to agree with Tom because he has reason uh, and he puts thought into this and uh, has also been around the game for a long time, and uh, and that is seeding in the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, we had Dan Young, you know, uh, from BCAM, and there's some talk of different seedings that would go on for the for basketball. state t- basketball yeah. tournaments. But getting to the football that were, were hot and heavy, and here's – I'd like to see them seed one through eight. I've said this over and over again. I've received emails on this and – What's wrong? You know, you have five and four teams hosting, and and you get some. And sometimes you just can't get away with some of these weaker regions as opposed to some of these stronger regions, just because it's the nature of the beast. Right. You have, you know, Division Three, for example, stronger on the west side than it is on the east side. But that um, I have thirty-one games that are basically rematches in the first round of earlier games, and that's what you get a lot in the districts. Now, if you got rid of the districts and just had regions seeded one through eight, sure, there would be the potential for having these games played, you know, the second time, so to speak, between these teams. But I think it would be rewarding more for the teams that, you know, have higher playoff percentages. Let me give you, for example, in Division Two, Warren De La Salle is going on the road at Ferndale the first round. They have the third highest playoff point percentage in their region. But because the three top teams are in their district, they're going to play on the road the first week. And assuming Port Huron Northern wins the set of their district game, they would play at Port Huron Northern. And then if De La Salle survived that, they would host a regional just because of how weaker the other district is. So if you did that, seed them one through eight, you would reward those teams. I know this happened to Canton one year. They went to Wall Lake Western for a first-round game, and they were eight and one. Tim Beckler was not real happy being 8-1 going on the road. Right. And for good reason, too. There's it, a big deal staying at home. You know, you have your fans and, you, you know, you, hit, you have, you know, your prep rallies or whatever it may be. And plus, you don't have to get on the darn bus, you know, from Canton to Wall Lake or wherever. 
Um, and Celine's an eight and one team. They're going seven to and one. Seven yeah, and one. I'm seven sorry. and one. That's but right. you they, know, they had that week, right, yeah. right. No and that's week nine. And you look at that. You have Belleville in the other district right. in that in that um, in that same district. Yes. So the district final will be you know the winner of Saint, uh, Celine and Canton. So Canton gets a home game, but they get seven and one, and then they get nine and zero oh if they win. See that that to me is I'm the, telling you the bigger. But Canton seems to get. That type of yeah, matchups early. That on. seems to me, to, at least to me, to be the bigger issue. If you're Ferndale, no disrespect to Ferndale, but they're probably going to lose to a, a superior Warren De La Salle team. Congratulations on your great season that nobody really saw coming. Right here's Warren De La Salle. You know, you know, well, great season, guys. That's what happens when you have like the OAA, for example. They put the blue teams, and yeah, the blue right. teams get inflated records. Mm-hmm. And I understand the reason they don't want to get their butt kicked throughout the regular season by Adams or Clarkston or mm-hmm. whomever. So you play a competitive schedule, but those bigger schools then go into the playoffs in the higher divisions, and it's like, whoa, who yeah, are we the playing sna- next? The scenario that Jeff just uh, put out there, though, would be. You know, you could be counteracted by the seeding, just like right. the situations that Tom were talking about. Mm-hmm. These right. are all uh, res- uh, that all could be positive results of uh, if you went to a seeding. Uh, sure, Ferndale would not play De La Salle first. Right, right. Exactly. they would play the. They're the two seed, I think, in that region, and they would play the seven yeah, seed. I've been a proponent of seeding. Right. To, you know, for for you know, I'm dating myself. Over like 20 years when I got when I left the state for college, uh-huh. I went to Indiana, and then after uh, Indiana, I went to uh, Illinois, and I saw the way that those states. Uh, both did their high school uh, tournaments. And how mm-hmm. was that? Yeah, I just I was blown away about how how better it was, how more organized more it was, fair. And, how, and more fair it was. Mm-hmm. And it was a seating system. It, yeah, both of them are seating systems. You know, and it gets to I, I said off Mike that it really has to come from the coaches' association. There has to be some momentum there saying that we want this. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not sure there's the big wave of proponents at the at the coaching level for this type of change. Right. The other the other I know Tim Beckler would like to see it. <laughs> right. The other pre district game that we were talking about off mic was Rochester Adams and Romeo. Right. Another two teams that had really good seasons. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody really expected this type of season from Adams. Or Romeo. And, or, or Romeo. Romeo was really young this year. Right. And unfortunately one of them is going to be sent home Friday night. Sure. I, the, I, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's too bad. And like you said, if you, you did it by region, I can pull that well, and, up. And the, and I'm looking at it. I, I said this when I looked at the, the brackets when they first came out, talking about Rochester Adams and Waterford who mm-hmm. both came up with, with seasons that you didn't expect. They both won league championships, won in the OAA Red, which is the highest uh, OAA division, uh, division right. uh, setting, and then the other one in the, the New Lakes Valley where they beat Wild Lake Western, who was the world beater, you know, five-time defending champs in the previous um, Kensington Lakes Activities Association. North mm-hmm. A big chunk of that right. North Division mm-hmm. is now over right. uh, and made up the Lakes Valley. Mm-hmm. But you, you really didn't reward either of those guys other than maybe – well, Romeo didn't award, or, or sorry, Adams. You didn't really re- reward at all with a first time with a first round matchup against Romeo. Yeah, and a second uh, round matchup Mott, with Ike. Right, exactly. You know, all, all due respect <laughs> exactly. to Troy, Mott's probably going to get that W. But then right. whoever wins, uh, you know, the next time. So the next up for for uh, Mott would be West, West Bloomfield. Bloomfield. Uh-huh. Next up for Adams would be Ike, Ike. Ike. and yeah. then whoever gets out of you know the, plays so each other. Yeah, so it's like uh, well, that's that, a very tough draw. And you're going to get that. The division ones always tougher on this side of the state, but it, going back to the seeding one through eight, yeah, but then if late, they did that, Romeo would be getting a home field advantage. But They'd then you, the go over the region, right. you go over to region two, and, and Lakeland's the number one seed. Right. Exactly. And even in Over re- Catholic Central. Even in region three, when you've got, you know, region four with, with Mott, West Bloomfield, Utica, Eisenhower, and Adams, you've got Chip Valley, who had a very good season. Macomb, Dakota was up They're and open. down. 
uh, you know, Fortson, yeah, they had one loss, but it was bad. Yeah, they got yeah, Chip, Chip got, and Cass got a Tech got put into this this grouping, mm-hmm. you know, and Cass I Tech. Love, I love Cass. On the other end, they didn't of, have a great the, season, the, though. Yeah, but on the other side of that, I love Cass Tech's draw. Yeah. Oh, for oh, them? Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same for them. Because <laughs> I, picked, I picked them to win the state championship in our uh, in Oh, our, yeah. Uh, in our, uh, Cass contest. Tech doesn't have to play any, you know, that any one of those teams, yeah. Mott, Bloomfield, Ike, yeah. or Adams, until the to semis. The, to the semis. Right. But to go back to Scott's right. point, you look at Division One, Region Two. you have Lakeland, Wald Lake Central, Livonia Stephen, Catholic Central, yeah. all in the same district. The most playoff points in that is Lakeland 80. with 80.778. Right. Then you go down to the, the District 2 of that region, Belleville, 109 playoff points, Salem, 57, Canton, 102, Saline, 92. Yep. There's, there's not a whole lot of balance there. There's not. You know, in, in a in a yep. system the only that you're supposed to be rewarded is, for playoff points. Right. Saline would be the three seed yeah. getting right. a home field. Yeah, right. the exactly. only balance in that is, is as Tom mentioned, you know, they're shorter bus rides. Yeah. You know, for yeah. fans to go to. They want to fill per- the state. There's never a perfect answer. Correct. There's always going to be yeah. people, no matter what you I do, know. that are upset. Well, you should have do it this way. You yeah. should do it that way. But I, I, I just I feel like uh, there, are, there are always – uh, you know, you should always be thinking progressively. Yeah, you should right. never just be uh, satisfied. Ha- satisfied with status quo. If you're not, you know, the old adage, if you're not evolving, you're dying. Yeah. And I just think it's time for, uh, you know, in, in regards to the tournament play to, to start at least, lo- at least exploring it on a serious level, not right. just. Well, well I, and I don't think you would try it one year. Exactly. Yeah. And also there's the, there's the rule against what we're trying to argue for here is that in the UP and maybe other parts of northern Michigan, if you seed it one through eight by region, then you have teams traveling, whatever, 200 miles, let's say. What you can do and what they've done in the past, if that happens, then you see it, seed it geographically. It's real simple that way. I mean, And it would also maybe help uh, remove some of the, um, <coughs> dare I say, uh, reputation of MHSA being a little archaic. Yeah. That too, yeah. I think it would improve this um, the game. You know, I think it would be ma- make it more competitive. Again, you would reward those teams with better regular seasons. Well, it was interesting. Right. Tom and I got to attend uh, the MHSAA athletic directors meeting. If you remember this past winter, and and it there was. was a big issue about basketball. Right, and uh, you know, Jack Roberts was very vociferously against seating, and you know, and and again, he states good reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but. We just happen to disagree right. at um, this point because I don't I think, think that's happened. There is no experiment I, in basketball, right? No, no, he's, no. The he's proposal that um, Dan Young right. and others are trying to make, and I even told Dan right to his face, I said, "Listen, I like your idea, mm-hmm. but I think you need to go back to the drawing board and, ma- and make some tweaks to it and make it better." Because I, I see some flaws. In fact, Toddy Negotian, we know very well at North Farmington, he does not like right. that new system right. that they're proposing. So, right. do you think the MHSA would? work with them? Well, sure they would, as long as they would make some changes and 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 go to the MHSA and ask them, what is your problem with this? And we will try to tweak it. My my bottom line, and maybe this is oversimplification, but you just should be rewarding teams for good seasons, right. not, not punishing teams for good right. seasons. Right. So, right. And, and, I think and there is something. Why do you? And there is something about playoff points. Right. Yeah. If right. you've got more of them, right. that means you schedule difficult games yeah. and, and you won big games. And too. you won big games. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you should not have to face a team right. with ninety points yeah. right, right there, off the bat. There are obvious reasons not to, you know, reseed a bracket or reseed the state because that's just not logical when when you're talking about 
breaking down teams having to go on the road and all these long drives. But if you break down a region, how much more driving is it really for, for a team? In right. southeast Michigan and the Grand Rapids area, and even in Lansing, it isn't really a right. big deal. But further north but you go. further north, and then again, like I'll repeat myself, you see it geographically, so you don't yeah. you know, make the So, I mean, if Wald Lake Central has to go to Saline, is it that far? Right. You that, know? I mean, I mean you could really. take... 23 and get there around the back way. It's the state playoffs. Yeah, exactly. You should smile because you're in and hit hit the road. And like we used to do, like I grew up in Catholic school, you know, in LA. We didn't have a home field. We played at Pacific Palisades High School. That was ours, which was already a 15-minute drive. Um, But we would just have another school bus with all the fans that would jump on that bus and then you have the football bus, mm-hmm. and then you had the other ones who just trailed behind it. You yeah. just had a big convoy to the game. The, the unfor- and we had to drive for sometimes an hour and a half. Right. The unfortunate part about that, which you know I enjoyed when I was in high school, but we've gotten to a point where so many of these school districts are, are you know slashing their funding for, yeah. for transportation, it's things true. like that. Yeah. That would be something that gets in the way, but... You know, it's the playoffs. I'm sure you can have a fan bus and kids bring, you know, $5 to school with them to fund for, sure. to pay right. for the bus. Sure, right. Get the like booster club to get to work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Get a charter. That's what oh, fundraising okay. and stuff like so that. So you don't for. have to put the school at, at risk, right. you know, for, for that, their yeah. drivers. That's fair, too. Yeah. And just everybody. Anyway, uh, it is what it is. Uh, we'll see if something happens eventually. I think somebody, you know, I, I don't know if there's somebody on the football end who's going to sit down with the MHSA and want to do this. Uh, I have a feeling we're kind of stuck with this. I would love to see the experiment in basketball because it seems like there's a little bit more right. momentum, uh-huh. and I, and then we can kind of see how it plays out. Right? right? Yeah. If you didn't School, like it, go back. Schools. Right. The, the issue with basketball is it's more at random. It's not you don't really you know go by you know what your record. Right. Is. Some some teams who win two right. games right. get a buy in the district. Right. And it's, right. And you know that's the bigger issue with districts. I think even if they just seeded the districts, I think you make a whole heck of a lot more coaches happy. Uh, you know, I, I understand that one. I'm, I'm in favor of actually breaking it, taking it back from eight down to four. I mean, I don't, I don't love, I don't love the eight divisions. Oh, you're if we're talking about, about oh, how football. to uh, remodel yeah. the the football playoffs, I mean, in my opinion, I I just have four state champions. That horse. Already left. No, <laughs> I know. I'm, it's, it's done. I'm just I saying, know. if Scott Bernstein had his way, right. and I was king for the day at, at MHSAA, that's right. one of the things I would do. I got you. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, I, look, eight player now has two divisions right. for the first time. So that's the, exploding. The, that's exploding. That's and, growing more. You know, maybe to Scott's point, you know, the, the more and more eight player teams, this isn't just, you know, this isn't the end of the eight player, you know, growth. I think no, right. I no, think I don't so think either. so. No, and the way things are going, it's it's going in the other direction. Right, so right. I, so I it's think going upward. Up, I think up. maybe as eight player gets bigger, maybe yeah. those eight divisions could get smaller. Right, because you know, you're not going to have the discrepancy in enrollment as right. much. That, that could so be a you possibility. Could, right, so you could have I'd more. I'd like to see that. Yeah. yeah, I think that would make so a lot you of could sense. Ha- even so, go to seven. Right, so you could have the say Harbor Beach of the world, which I don't know what the enrollment is, but then even taking on a school such as Ithaca, if you were doing a bottom division, and the enrollment discrepancy is not. That big, right? You so, know, so maybe that's not outlandish down the yeah, road. You know, it's two, not three, outlandish. four, five years. Maybe I'm being selfish too because <laughs> I don't like the eight games I have to sit there for right. the state finals. It when is you're, when weekend. you're waiting for you need you have, you have your seven thirty game and you got to wait through the three. Uh, uh, in terms, of, I'm talking journalism, right? No, I know you are. You're covering the game, but right. as a fan too, yeah, yeah. you know, we're there as fans. Yeah. When you're at basketball, it's kind of nice when they're nice and concise, uh-huh. and you just yeah. get through the afternoon right. and uh, and you get it done. Yeah. Um, but you know, ten all the way it's to a mar- it's a marathon. It's a marathon. At the end, you're just like, oh man, that <laughs> right. was long. There's nothing better than that last. And then game. it's like, oh, basketball season starts on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> right. So true. So true. All right. So so we'll uh, kind of table that conversation for now. If certainly, if you want to weigh in, uh, you can go to the contact page at statechampsnetwork.com. You can give us your opinion. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, we can talk about it on a future podcast. It'd be fun to have, uh, and, you know, we are partners with the MHSA. Yeah. We don't hide from that. And uh, it'd be great to have uh, one of the individuals in here to, to talk about well, it. Maybe, maybe after the season. Well, Nate, Nate, Nate's always been. Nate would do it, yeah. yeah and even Tom, they've always yeah. been. We we'll talked, uh, I think talk. we talked about it with Nate yeah. one time uh, previous. And he said, the we brought him out to on the radio show. Into, yeah. brought him into the station. On the 1270 That's radio right. show, we right. had him in. And uh, he was very, um, yeah, he was They'll very. They'll talk about anything. I yeah. mean, to their credit, I, I can yeah. sit there and criticize. I criticize them some, uh, yeah. sometimes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, uh, but whenever I call over there, they'll yeah. sit there and talk on the phone with you, explain their side, listen to mm-hmm. your side. Right. They're 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 not uh, they're the, not these these type where you know the the lines of communication are cut just because you disagree with. Right. Them. They don't close up shop and kind of ignore the 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 discussion at hand. They'll they'll, they'll take part in it and they'll kind of wait and tell you what they think. And a lot of the things that they mention aren't things that we normally think of. Yeah. So last you know, year I credit. spent an hour on the phone. Maybe it was a year and a half ago. An hour on the phone with uh, Tom Rashid talking about the what I consider the transfer epidemic. Uh-huh. Right. And we didn't see eye to eye on it, but we there was a discourse. Right. Yeah, I had a talk with Tom too. Or we did at that same meeting. At that same at the meeting. athletic director's and, meeting. Yeah. And it was off the cuff because we yeah. grabbed him. Yeah. And it was all of a sudden we're talking for 20, 25 minutes just about what you were talking about. Our, there. our main point of contention and it's, was. It's tough for them. And I, I got the chance to hear his point of view more so than I had before. And it's not as easy as black and white. No, it isn't. His, the main point of contention that we had was he saying that. It, it, it's the exception rather than the rule, mm-hmm. meaning all the what you're seeing. Right. And I right. just think it's gone way past that. Well, and it's Southeast it Michigan. With, with open so districts so. now, it's really open enrollment. It's really changed yeah. the, I'm, the I'm landscape. Except, exceptions, uh, exception rather than the rule when it comes to academically, or sorry, athletically motivated transfer. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Again, I think we're some at the are, Some are motivated. <laughs> we're at the stage <laughs> yeah. now, I just think, because at some point Florida just threw in the towel. Yeah, and said, yeah, you know what? Yeah. We don't care. We don't have any rules. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And, you know, again, we it's... Can, we can eat our lunch in peace now. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just high school. And if you want to go and play there, whatever, and uh, then some kids are going to benefit and some are going to really make a huge mistake. But, you know, it's not oh, up... Yeah. Who's up to the, the police to say whether that's well, a good one decision of, or not? One of Tom's points, and, and there is a, some level of validity to it, is that, you know, the ones... The James Young's going from Troy... Uh, Rochester. Uh, Rochester or Xavier Tillman going from one school Forest and grab, uh, Forest Hill to, to Grand Rapids Christian, those get big headlines. Right. And, uh, you know, you don't, you're not, you know, if you're just looking at it on its face, that causes a big commotion and people talk about it. But just because that one or two things happen a year doesn't mean it's pandemic. Right. Know, right. My counter to that is, well, there are a ton of of these not as high wide sure. transfers, but still can you know athletes that are going to play college sport, whatever mm-hmm. basketball or football that are transferring just kind of and it's not being reported, right. but it's there and they're help and, and it's and it's hurting the team they left and it's helping the team they just got to hey. uh, ask Northville. Yeah, you right know, now, you know, for two two maybe three years ago, I think Tom and I were sitting in the office and. Maybe it was Fox 17. It was one of the Grand Rapids news outlets, and they had this big story on, on transfers. And I think, I think uh, East Grand Rapids was at the, the center of it. Tom and I are sitting there reading it, and we got get done reading it. It's kind of, so what? Like it, you know, it's, it's that, that was an everyday occurrence yeah. on the south southeast part yeah, of the state. We yeah. see it, and I so think right. Scott writes blogs. Right. You know, about fifteen kids transferring in a week, right? Correct. You know, like Grand Rapids Christian was getting a lot of transfers there at one yep. time, yep. and that upset a lot of people in the Grand Rapids area. But when I talked to some of the coaches, I said, 
you don't realize what's going on over here. Right. What, what you're just talking about happens at about a dozen schools mm-hmm. on an annual basis. Yeah. And I know on those numbers are kind of just estimates on my part, but it's really... It's, Maybe it's, more than a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it could be even more. My point is, after it's almost like watching news and, and you know some you know the violence that happens on the news, you, you get you, numb. You get, yeah. You know, desensitized. For, and again, yeah. I think I think because I don't know, just because it, it's it is such a complicated issue for me. Uh, you know, again, I always err on the side of like I, you know, I err on the I err on. If the you want to go somewhere, and you, want, you still got to go to school there. You know, you still got to take. What's the whole purpose of high school to get to the next level in terms of education, right? right? right. So, you know, you still got to go to school. It's your decision. Right. Now, I think there should be a limit. You can't just go there and say, "Oops, that was a bad decision. Right. I'm going back over here now and start doing that like that." Mm-hmm. There, I think there would have remember to be. Back, remember back some in the nineties, Albert White, yes, uh, who yes. ended up playing at Michigan and then at uh-huh. Missouri. Uh-huh. He literally he decided he was from Inkster, and right. he literally right. decided uh, he decided to go to Bishop Borges. Right. He was at Bishop Borges for I think one at one class. One day of school uh-huh. went back to Inkster, but and I don't blame them. Yeah. They said, "Oh, well, sorry, you're not yeah. now not playing until uh-huh. after MLK Day. Right. You just lost half of your senior season." Right. You know, well, we we look back to even more recent history. A guy like Chris Dewberry, you know the the Southfield Christian uh, sharpshooter on the basketball team. He played at what two or three, maybe four different schools. Oh, he was at Oak Park, then he was at Mott, then he was at Southfield Christian. Yeah. But didn't he, was, didn't he start out at Mott and then go back to Mott? I think he went to middle school in Waterloo. Okay, yeah. okay, that might be. I mean, there's a there's a handful of right. kids that have uh, been at three or four different right. high schools that I can right off the top of my head give you mm-hmm. Ray Lee yeah Ray Lee. oh yeah Raven Ray Lee. Lee now yeah Raven is, it, is he playing at Eastern He's, or was as of last year yeah yeah, yeah but there's a big stink when he was at Cass and went to Romulus yeah there was that bus ride from the city to <laughs> yeah, Wayne wrote. Right. That's right. <laughs> yep, those were some good teams. Yeah. Those were uh, a lot of good de- good Detroit players played at Romulus. Yeah. yeah, and Rayleigh started at Robichon. That's right, freshman year. That's right, <laughs> crazy stuff. All right, so the conversation will continue again. You can weigh in. You can email us. Go to the contact page at statechampsnetwork.com. You can talk about transfers too. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those topics right. that we're always gonna always gonna banner about. Uh, sure. All right. So we do have the playoffs starting tomorrow, and uh, of course, uh, as we had mentioned already, there are some intriguing matchups, some teams who are going to definitely uh, have their seasons cut short early after uh, maybe not you know, uh, having a, a terrific season, maybe should have had not quite such a difficult appointment, but it does uh, allow us to uh, see some really good games early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you what I, you know, we, 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 I had kind of left Detroit Catholic Central for dead. Yeah. Uh, they lost their last two games of the season, and it's no shame it's losing to a, a De La Salle team, which has just been... Uh, lights four, out. They lost by year. fourteen since, and since twenty-one week, points since yeah. uh, since week one. Um, Their offense has struggled season. Yeah. But I love this draw. I think they're going to get out of this uh, region. I think they're going to be playing in the semifinals. <laughs> uh, you know, they got to uh, go up against Livonia Stevenson in the first round. Another five and four squad. Uh, that they're uh, they're going to be on the road for most of these games. But I mean, hey, it's, you think it's they Catholic they Central. beat a Belleville or a Canton or uh, a Celine? I think or they Celine? can. No, I, I don't. My, I don't. My I prediction don't. is Belleville is going to make it out of that side of the bracket. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I like. I like. The I like them to get oh to the yeah. regionals for oh sure. Yeah. I like them to get out of the yeah. district. And who knows what and happens? Who, yeah, who knows? You know, again, what if there's a snow? Right. Yeah. Catholic you know. Central like Canton, and that's why I like. Those Canton are those are guys. Those these this this is a veteran laden team. I, yeah. I they right. got in the playoffs. I like this draw. Dude, well, we okay. talked. What what did Orchard Lake do last yeah. year? Five, five and four. four, and we were like, oh, I don't think they've got they, the, they the might a, they, in a mighty three to get there. And what they do? They won. 
They gained some momentum these first two weeks yeah. with, with authoritative victories in uh, in the district. They certainly they roll into against Belleville or Canton. Yeah. Hey man, I they think they have, a, they have a puncher. They have more than a puncher's a good, chance. Look at that same bracket, or who has another good chance of getting to the semis? That has not From had, that bracket. No, up, yeah, up top, up top. That out of that regions, this upper region. Right. You think Rockford? Clarkston. 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 Yeah. Draw. You know, I, look I, at who Clarkston yeah. has to play. They're in anybody. In that region that they're in, they can. Oh yeah, they're, all, they're I didn't see. I thought they yeah. were the other. Okay, you're right. That is a good. Yeah, point. I am, and in West Ottawa, we talked about them. I I still think that you know they might be a paper tiger, but you yeah. know they did beat the teams in the OK Red. But how good are the OK Red this year? You know, De La Salle, Wax, yeah. Granville. We can go down the list. Or Rockford, you know, did yeah. beat Celine. But um, I don't know. I think Clarkston, kind of not a great Clarkston team. But they could get to the semis. They yeah. just had a good win too. You, so. you know who I'm interested? Yeah. There's two teams I'm interested to see if they're for real. Could One is Harrison. Harrison, yeah, right, yeah. One is Holland West Ottawa to see just how for real you know they are. You know, I wish them well. They got a good coach over there. Mm-hmm. And the the other is Davison. We've been talking about mm-hmm. Davison and Tariq Reed for how long now? Mm-hmm. This is this first round game against Clark uh, against Lapeer. That's not an easy it, game it's not, for them. That's ne- not an easy game. But if they play Clarkson in the second round, again, not an easy game. But that's sure. that's a chance to prove them. Sure, it is. They yeah. do. It's there. We've knocked the the schedule at Davison place no fault of its own. That's that's the league that they're in. Right. But this is a chance for them to really prove themselves. Right. Well, this is a Lapeer team that's not what it usually is Correct. in terms of dominance. So uh, I think they've definitely got. To, they might have already played them already. I, right. I, I, right. Check the schedule. Uh, you know that Zim is going to have those boys ready to go. You know he's uh, charged up. Yeah, charged up. You know and that's uh, that's you mm-hmm. know something that, that locker know, room's I, electric right. before games. I know he's going to feel that this is our shot, guys. Right. This is it. We've got the the horses. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And uh, and again, they're, they're in a favorable region. And I, yeah, I would. I'd like to see a regional Davison and Clarkson. All I know is their quarterback's great. name is Cannon. And when yeah. your first Cannon, name uh, is Cannon, and Cannon you're a quarterback, Hall. yeah, He's come on. And well. I haven't seen yeah. Graham, forget about I haven't it. seen <laughs> Graham Blank live, right? But uh, they We're certainly don't limp into the playoffs. Right. They started well, and they got beat by a couple of you know teams. Maybe they shouldn't have gotten beat by, and they got I think it was shut out by Franklin. So we've got a story on their female linebacker. Oh wow, homecoming okay. queen that will be on stage champs oh, this yeah. Sunday at 9 a.m. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I know we yeah. just we just spoke about it when we were talking about um, you know the way that the draw happened. I, I just think this this region four is a very tough region. Uh, Troy, Waterford, Mott, not necessarily that game. But Bloomfield Hills West, Bloomfield, uh, Utica, Utica Eisenhower, Romeo, Rochester, Adams, I mean that, that whoever comes out of that's gonna be There's four solid tested. teams. Yeah. There's no doubt. The the district finals in the in that region will be quite interesting. Yeah. Well I love Utica Eisenhower. I've loved what they've done. I've loved how they built and again the question going into the playoffs and you hate to have that question mm-hmm. is how healthy is Max, Max. Whitler? Is yep. he is he hurt? Is he because if he can't you know part of his uh, what makes him so great is his ability to scramble right. and run and get those yards. They've been running the option out of the shotgun with him and Caleb Oyster, and it's been unstoppable. Right, and if he can't run, if he has some injury issues, mm-hmm. then that's really going to severely limit them, I believe. But, yeah, you and, know, and they benefit by playing um, Utica the first yes, round. Yes, they so do. So he doesn't have to really yeah. put on all the jets, so to speak. So. I agree. I You know, we talked. I, I picked Eisenhower to win it, but yeah. it's, it, that's with a – uh, at least a 90% healthy Max Whitworth. We'll see. Right. And, you know, when it comes to Eisenhower, they can get past a Utica without 100% Max Whitworth. Right. They're going to need Whitworth to be pretty close to 100% to play either Adams or Romeo. Oh, no doubt. But in that regional, playing a West Bloomfield or a team like West Bloomfield or maybe even a Waterford Moth, if they pull off an upset, you are going to need Max Whitworth at 100% to score with a team like that. 
Sure. Those are teams that are going to put up points. I think it'll be West Bloomfield. You can't get by with you know putting up 21 points and just playing keep up. Yeah, and if weather's a factor, you're not going to be able to air it out like you would want to. Uh, so you're going to have to keep it on the ground, and if you're severely limited in that, it's going to be difficult. You know, in Division Two, and again, I've had a chance to see uh, King now a couple of times, and it uh, looks like they're clicking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Taquan um, Finn's playing his best football of the year. Yeah. Late. Right. Defensively, they're playing great. They had many stands in the PSL Championship against East English in the red zone, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and that East English quarterback can sling it. Um, and yeah, and it Charles? I forget his uh, name. Charles Lake. Yes. Right. Yes. And, uh, you know, they've got a pretty favorable little region uh, sure. for them, you know, because right. if, if they get East English again and they've got their number, uh, they go right to the semifinals against who above that? Is it Roosevelt? Mm-hmm. Is Wyandotte going to get there now? I mean, they're that nine would be and a regional final against Wyandotte. Maybe Ipsy Yeah, I'm sorry, make... a regional final. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. And I, st- I still think Roosevelt could be- get beat by Bedford. I think that's our yeah. Bedford's a hard team to figure out. Yeah, you know they they start off the season really strong. You look struggle. at all four of those teams in that one region, Region Three. Yeah. Um, in District One. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Wyandotte's a favorite, but yeah. it wouldn't be that surprising. It's not very maybe. strong. No. Right. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I could see Bedford coming out of that. Yeah. You know a team that I really, you know, I've I've been beating the drum for for King for a few weeks now, yep. and you know I saw them the season opener. Their defense is fantastic. Right. Um, another team I'm just waiting to see, and maybe this is one they had, you know, break out, and it's Oak Park. Yeah. Um, obviously, they play Royal Oak. They'll get past Royal Oak in the first round. Play Birmingham Groves or Brother Rice. Those are, you know, in the best way possible. They're pesky teams. Sure. They're teams that won't go away. They, they you know, they fight, they battle, they play, play really good, good defense. defense. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. I'd be so, interested to see that. And then there could be a De La Salle Oak Park uh, right. regional regional final, right. which would right. be a really fun game to. Exactly. Yeah, but how great fun. for for Greg Carter and his Knights if they do get, let's say, they get Brother Rice because I think Brother Rice has got momentum right now. I, I've yeah. seen Groves. I like Groves. I like their defense. That Piscuit Pink's playing really well, and he and Tori yeah. are really and hooking Valente, up. And Valente's back. Is he back? Yeah. Oh well, then that's. Well, do I, I don't know. He, might, he's back. He's healthy. He played right. in, in they, game uh, right. nine. Okay. Uh, I believe in the second half. Okay. So they could be switching them. Yeah. Well, then that may, I like them even more. Then, mm-hmm. but if they can, if they can beat a Brother Rice team that is much improved, especially if Valente's. Uh, on top, mm-hmm. you get that nice Catholic League game, and then you get De La Salle again. And, and frankly, you just, if yep. you're Brother Rice and you want to play Valente under center, put Pisco Pink somewhere else. Don't put him on the bench. Right. Right. That kid is a playmaker. He is. <laughs> it's true. You know, you need to have that kid on the field. Right. Yeah. You can, and you can mix it up if you've yeah. got him in, in different formations yeah, of where yeah. you toss back to him and let him throw it, that kind of yeah. thing. You know, I, I don't know the severity of, of Valente's injury, but yeah, he's, he's athletic of, enough and he's yeah. enough of a playmaker himself to where you can put him in different positions if he's 100 percent to, to you know get the ball in his hands. He threw, I know ways. he threw a touchdown pass in the second half. Okay. Uh, if he okay. doesn't get hurt, they beat Catholic Central, I think, in yeah. that game. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, wow. yeah. Piscoping played well after the CC. It was game. hot. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I think if yeah, I mean the way he was rolling, mm-hmm. he was rolling. I like Wild Lake Western's draw too. I, you know, I, I've been kind of criticizing them uh, despite the eight and one record, saying that you know they, they hadn't been beating teams that I thought they should beat by as many points as I thought they should uh, beat them by. Um, but uh, they looked great in in week nine. They shut out Wild Lake Central, who's a playoff team. They beat them forty two nothing, and uh, they, they seem to be kind of starting to play their best ball right now. I said. You know, my, my my critique of them was that they had trouble finding their identity, and I think uh, the last couple of weeks they've they found that identity. The last two weeks they played much better uh, than they had uh, uh, earlier in the year after that first week one uh, uh, upset of West Bloomfield. 
um, they they were playing close with the South Lions and the Waterford Ketterings, mm-hmm. uh, which you, you don't you're not used to seeing sure. that uh, from Wall Lake. Well, I've seen Churchill, and I saw them really dismantle Northville. Yep. Uh, I think it would be a, a really good regional to yep. see Wall Lake Western and Churchill pound yep. for pound because right. Churchill will will really run it down. If you your look throat, at that region too, that I think line. you can take five teams, maybe six. Yeah. That could. What win. do you think about Fenton's draw? There, look, that's that's not going to be that's any a tough. That's draw. a tough we, we draw for a one seed. Even Carmen Ainsworth at Carmen five and yeah. played a tough, tough, tougher tough. schedule. Yeah, that will not be an easy game for Fenton. No, and Lowell's that sleeper over there, right. just hanging there. Maybe they had some injury problems. I don't know, but. Um, I don't know if Wald Lake Western gets out of that district. Right. I think that's a tough district for them. It is. You, you know, Are I, we having to go through Pinckney? Pink, oh, I think Churchill. Pinkney, Churchill. Churchill, 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 I think, yeah. Churchill yeah. Churchill's re- really good. Um, I asked Tom this you know, off mic. Um, I'm going to ask Lauren and Scott here. If I would have told you that Lowell was going to have to go on the road to Flushing in the first round of the playoffs. If I told you that back in week one, what no. would your response be? I would have said, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's no way Incredible unless they were decimated by injuries or they had to uh, right. forfeit some games. Right. Or, or Flushing <laughs> yeah. was 9-0 and and or just fl- happened to right. have more playoff right. points. Right. So that wasn't the case. That, that's, no. you know, if, if you were to put the brackets in front of me, you know, back in week one, this is how it's going to look, I would have been shocked by that. Well, you know, I like King's um, district. I think I they get too. out of there pretty yeah. easy, even though East English is there. And I still think King. I don't. I don't see anybody in that uh, Bedford Roosevelt. Who do you? Nobody's going to stay with King there. Right. The only team that will stop King from going to Ford Field is possibly the. I'm going to. I'm rolling. Yeah, I, or, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Or Oak Park. Maybe Oak Park could be there. Yeah. Oak Park can, can play their their brand. Play that you know hard nosed yeah. you know smash mouth type yeah. of uh, yeah, football. A team that can rotate quarterbacks depending on, mm-hmm. on right. what they need to beat you. Yep. I'm rolling with Wall Lake Western over Churchill. I mean, they, they've yeah. scored 90, over 90 points these last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm confident that Wall Lake Western's making it out of that district. And you know what? There's something Not about sometimes. Not to dispute sometime, the guru. Right. No, no, you're good, dude. <laughs> That's just, what makes it fun. It goes back to the Lakes Valley. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Uh, there is something to say about a team building something, you know? Say, and, the and they had a lot of new guys this year, right? They hadn't scored over 25 points the previous four right. or fourth weeks, and then they exploded for 49 and 42. Against? Uh, and, and only uh, against the South Lion and Wall Lake Central. I just I think that they're playing their best football when they need to be. Sam Johnson, I know, uh, had a big week last week, the, the junior mm-hmm. quarterback, yeah. uh, three touchdowns. and uh, He seems to be getting better. Yeah, yeah there's something know. to say, again, about it. Look at West Bloomfield. Not that they were not hyped and, and touted and played well from the beginning. Obviously, they beat mm-hmm. Western. Right. Uh, but, well, the, right? No, Western beat West Bloomfield. Oh, I'm sorry. West Bloomfield West, lost yeah, right. That's right. Lost That's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. Exactly. Like, is that West is a loss, and we're like, oh, maybe West Bloomfield. But you've Maybe seen how all, you've all seen sex how they, and no substance. You've right, seen how they've right. just built it. Yeah. It's just gotten better, better. The, the unit has they figured out the, the adjustments they've need to made, who needs to be where. Uh, so they're they're grooving. They're it's on high a seven game football, win, man. They're on I mean, a seven game win streak, averaging like forty five points. Right. A game. All of a sudden, a guy who you didn't know or anything, all of a sudden he was a yeah. sophomore. Now he's a junior, and all of a sudden he just gained fifteen pounds throughout the season, and now oh, he's the way, dominating ju- for you. We've been talking a lot about junior Trey Mosley over there. He yeah. picked up yeah. like four Lost offers in the last twenty four yes. hours. Really? Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's a. No, no, there's no longer a slow burn on him. Right. Uh, he, he's heating up uh, quick in the recruiting circuit, and the last, I believe, he's got five touchdowns over the last yeah. two yeah. games. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But going back to Wald Lake Western potentially playing Livonia Churchill, I'd be interested to see the quarterback playing that game. Sam Johnson, we were just talking about. Uh, all uh, I can't think of his first also name. Also, also Brooks. Brooks. Last name. Yeah. yeah. He's a fantastic baby. Also, Brooks. Yeah, he fit, yeah. he fits that. One is Ryan. Brian. Yeah. Brian. Brian was no. Brian was Brian the brother. Was, then maybe it's right. Drew. 
Drew. Is, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Drew. So, that's it. Yep. Drew. Yeah, he played really well against. Yeah, he's North a baseball player. He's a pitcher. Yeah, yeah. No, he's really, really good. It'll be a very. I, I think the quarterback he, play could decide that. Yeah, game. he is very. You know who I compare him to? It's interesting because uh, just watching the Michigan Penn State game, I compare him a lot to McSorley. McSorley. And the fact bit, that yeah. he he runs, he's big. Yeah. He's bigger than McSorley in terms yep. of his presence. Yeah, I, but he loves to. Philip says see this it. also Brooks is a little bit better runner. Yes, than the yeah, other he, one. he sees an opening he and he goes. And yeah. that moves the chains, mm-hmm. and he's a tough kid. So that would um, be a very yeah. interesting round too. Yeah, much. yeah. one of the Two things. Good junior quarterback. Yep. Yeah, one of the things that you mentioned about Lowell, you know, and, and that I uh, was surprised to see, and and surprised all season as we go to Division Three, is the way East Grand Rapids has yep. played this season, yes. and they played good teams. They've got a very favorable. Uh, you know, district, not region, <laughs> no, right, and that's where I wanted to get to. Is here's East Grand Rapids, who definitely uh, is going to have to face uh, Muskegon, or see, say Zeeland West just plays out of their mind. I mean, East plays out of their mind and and beats Muskegon. Well, I think that's the DeWitt game. Overall. I think the DeWitt district final against East Grand yeah. Rapids would be a tough one. Right. Um, yeah. I, I just think I mean, we even talked walking. about Cedar Springs. They beat Lowell this year. Yes, yep. they did. It's um, so my my point is, I I think that's a really no good favors. region, right? Yeah. yeah. And you go by the one below it, the region two. It's just okay. Yeah. You know, Lakeshore, East Lansing, they're just yeah. okay teams. St. Joseph had some some moments. And go down to Harrison. Who can beat Harrison to get out of, um, in the semis? Is it, it could they get Divine beat Child. by Divine Child? You know who that's I like. I like Carlson to beat Devon Carlson Kyle. possesses the ball. In mm. I can't remember the last time we had really good weather in a semifinal. Right, playing nasty weather. That's uh-huh. that's uh, that Carlson. That's how they play, and that's how they play four. So that could be it. They're going to run with Harrison. There's the Harrington factor. These guys know this could be the last chance to, uh, to, to get, get to Ford Field to get to Coach Harrington that yeah. last state championship and. Uh, it's going to be. You want to talk about a, a, a powerful motivation? You think Linden would come out of that region there as the top seed? Um, Linden could, out of that could. district. Yes, yeah. I'm going to. Even though they, obviously they are the number one seed there. Yeah. I can't see Bay City Central, Brandon, or Avondale beating Linden. I right. think Linden's played a good schedule. They lost to Fenton. Right. And they lost to Dewitt. No big deal. No there, playoff you know. teams. Right. High, uh, highly, highly considered. The thing teams. with Linden, um, they're another team. They're a lot like. You know, most teams that come out of the Flint Metro League, they, they can score it. points. Um, that would be an interesting regional just because, you know, Harrison is a very good team. Harrison isn't necessarily, you know, your high-flying, high-scoring type of team. Right. So, you know, right. if they, they get matched up with Linden, Linden's, you know, s- swing the ball around. and Yeah. Who knows? They make plays on defense, Harrison. You yeah. know they want to. They want to. You know, but their make plays. Is, I think. I think got much better as the season it did, went right? on. And Noah Hendricks, we talked about this yep. before, the senior yep. quarterback. He took a lot of. Uh, took big strides in yep. his game. Um, that, yeah, you no gotta, shame in losing to Clarkson. No. You got sure. and you got a, a, a home run threat at tailback and Roderick Hurd. Yeah. And Ovi so goes on the offensive Ovi's side. Ovi's been playing great offensively. Yep. Yep. And uh, at wide receiver, they got a couple guys that can catch the ball. Uh, right. Moet Andrews mm-hmm. uh, and, um, you know, Ovi uh, is obviously going out there stretching the field in the right. passing game. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I talked to John. He said they scored the first two possessions against Clarkston, and that was it. That was it. You know, yeah. I also, Deep, Division three is so good this year. I, I really uh, I, I like I liked, a lot of those teams. Yeah, yeah I really I, do. I also look at Harrison and their Week 9 loss to Clarkston. You know for a fact that this Harrison team has been so emotionally charged all year long to get into the playoffs, to get their coach that 431st win. You know, 
maybe they had a letdown. Maybe they kind of just let up a little bit after they got those those well, they wins. Probably took a sec, you know another you know, breath of yeah. You know, they took a quick breath right. and now they're getting ready to go forward again. I kind of tend to think that may have happened with this when team. Possible. When Fracasa won the record, I don't remember. Was that during the regular season or was it in the playoffs? I don't know why. I think it was. They got the record in the regular season. In the regular season, okay, okay. okay. So they had that, a chance to. Uh, I believe it might have been weak. Nine rebounds. It was late. Okay. Yeah, I remember it was late. I didn't know if it was yeah. playoff still or. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I mean, you know, I think that um, Muskegon's the power, right? You know. Oh yeah, I and mean, um, you know, yeah, they're the they're the eight hundred pound gorilla in the no room. Doubt. Right. The, the thing that <laughs> literally at quarter. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, they're they're a beast. Of, no, look they at are. their offensive yeah. and defensive lines. They're massive. Right. Yeah. You know, they're on a mission. This made, year. I mean, after losing last year, they had that bad weather game yeah. uh, against Mona Shores. Yes. They're going to get more bad weather games yep. in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they proved that they can play in it. Well, Darius yeah, Jefferson is fantastic. The one thing that plays against Muskegon is. They they should beat Holland pretty handily right. in the first round. Then they play Zealand East, and uh, then East Grand Rapids, and then East Grand Rapids or DeWitt. Right. You know that's not an easy you know path to the semifinal. Right. So you right. Know, they they could get you know they could get pops up. But you're battle tested. Exactly. If you get yeah, there, get so through. whoever you get in, in in the you know yeah in the semis would I mean as we look at that that other side, um, I, I really think it comes down to Divine Child and. Farmington Hills Harrison in, in the other side of the I'll bracket. Go with Carlson over at the DC in right. that region okay. final. Yeah, I'll, I'll lean towards. It's not going to be an easy run for anyone. No, no not at all. There is no doubt. And no, you would say, could... and you were saying just how well that um, Theo Day was playing yes. the last couple yes. of games yes. for Divine. We we drop yeah. him out of That's our hundred hours, Mister Football race, That's an and, indoor and all of a sudden game. he yeah. uh, really starts playing well. And but, you know he he's now you know knows this is is coming to an end and it's going to fall on his shoulders and right. sometimes that's when superstars emerge yeah yeah but but guy a guy i really like uh for divine child offensively and you know i'll i'll make it a two for Quinn Blair, the 6'6 wide receiver, and Aiden Hutchinson, a defensive end going to Michigan, but he's a 6'5 tight end on the offensive side of the ball um you know you want to talk about gamers divine child has those two along with Theo Day those guys are you know prime time players um so if, if they make a run, it's going to be behind those three. Yeah, Blair recently committed to William and Mary to play yeah. basketball. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Good for wow. him. Good for him. Yeah, for sure. William and Mary. Right. And he was the quarterback before That's right. Day got there. And when Day got there, he moved over to wide receiver and yep. uh, is benefiting from uh, Day's cannon of an arm. He really is. Well, why don't we take the last few minutes and we can kind of uh, skim through some of the other, you know, mm-hmm. um, Divisions. Can anybody uh, beat Grand Rapids Catholic in four? And who would that be? Right. Is it My, River Rouge? Is River Rouge's time un- untested? I, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say River Rouge can. You know, this is oh, a sure. really talented team. Reggie Pearson is one of the most overlooked guys in the state when it comes to to playmaking ability. South Christian. South Christian. You lost know, the I, East Grand Rapids I, by yeah, they six. just lost. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah that's a really good. Now EGR this is team. a D four game. Yep. So yeah, you know, East East had to come back in that one. Right. Yep, um, that was a good game. And then you look. Here's a couple of teams. I don't, I don't necessarily think that they're on the same level as Grand Rapids Catholic, um, but they've had really good seasons. Maybe not really good seasons, but they've been really well tested. And it's Benton Harbor and Lansing Sexton. Are are they of that same caliber? Probably not. But you never know with these teams until they get into their own divisions and play. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're size teams. You know, I, Lansing I, Sexton could make a run. We just don't know how good they are because they've played bigger teams all year long. I like um, South Christian playing Edwardsburg in that region final. Yeah, that that will most likely be the case. Edwardsburg's been there before. 
Right. Yeah, Benton Harbor has struggled for sure. I don't. They're tough guys. Yeah, they do. They're driving all over the place. Yeah, exactly. They got the frequent flyer miles. Right. Yeah, the thing the thing that bodes well for a team like River Rouge is their lines are are massive for a Division Four school, school. Those are you know those, that's a type of offensive line, defensive line that could match up with a GRCC. Um, you know that could bode well for district them. final Chelsea wow. Rouge. Well, that's that's, that's an interesting I was, I was, one. I was just that, about to say that they may not get out of the district right. final because Chelsea's that well, bottom proven. that that bottom you know that district two region four boy that's a. That is not strong at I'm, all. I'm telling you, Mumford could uh, be in the regional yeah, final. We yeah, talked about this have beforehand. Mumford could get out of that. They, they yeah. definitely could. You know, Cranbrook is very good, but you know, I was I got to see Mumford play Cast Tech. They play you know, a physical style. They, they play a physical style, right? Cast Tech eventually wore them out, like you expect a Division yeah. One team to do to a Division Four team. But Mumford, Mumford's not bad. Okay. Yeah. How about how about D five? Yeah. Who's going to beat West Catholic? Exactly. Nobody. Frankenmuth maybe. That's the real. Frankenmuth Frank is, Frank is yeah, they are good. Here, here's a they team could I get to the, they could get to the semi. Here's a team I don't know enough about, but a team like Swan Valley, mm-hmm. ninety-one playoff points. Um, you know, Portland. Any of those Upers? Uh, you know, there's the Menominees of the world or the uh, Kingsford. Be interesting. Kingsford uh, possibly. You know? Kingsford's beaten Menominee this year, so you got to favor Kingsford getting out of that one uh, district. Yeah, and they yep. would probably play Reed City because I think they would beat Claire. We're co- we're covering that Algonac uh, Father Gabriel Rashard game tomorrow. Okay. That should be competitive. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if this is the Algonac team that we saw. What was it last year uh-huh. or mm-hmm. the year before? I always get them confused. I so believe it was. It was Algonac and Almont were two yeah. like really really good teams. A couple. It was either last year or a couple years ago. Um, yeah, you know, Marine City. It was two Marine, years ago. Mar- yeah. Two years ago, that's what I thought. Marine City, you know, again, that, that, that perennial, you know, power and, and, you know, team that loves playoff football. That and Frankenmuth would be a good you know, district. And Rich, Richmond is not a bad team. That's a tough district, right? It's that. not bad. Frankenmuth, Allmont, Marine City, and mm-hmm. Richmond. Yeah, your weakest um, team is Allmont. That's yeah, not bad. That's but, not bad. Right. But you look at West Catholic, the, the one thing, you know, again, I kind of talked about with Muskegon, you know, they, they should get out of the district, but they, they'll play a tough Lansing, either a Lansing yeah. Catholic or a Portland team, which it seems like those two go through one another to get make a run every mm-hmm. year. But this time, you know, they're going to meet, you know, the, the four or five time defending state champion. And division. sometimes they would have to play at Portland. Too, and, and, right, you know, we talked about happens. those Muskegon teams and we always kind of leave out the Muskegon Oak Ridge or right. the North Muskegons of the yep. obviously, we, you know, Muskegon Catholic Central Muskegon. We talk, but we know how what a great hotbed it is for football there. Mm-hmm. And they usually play a pretty competitive schedule. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, again, we've had state championships where there have been a ton of Muskegon teams at Ford Field. Right. Uh, who knows that uh, maybe, you know, um, I think Oak Ridge has had some good wins yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this week for a small school. But, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it, it'll be good. I mean, West Catholic's a team to beat. You know, yeah. they, they bring you, it, they roll. Until you um, beat the champion, yeah, you, know, you, you have a lot to prove. D6 I, might be one of the hardest ones, yeah. if not the yeah. hardest is, to is, predict. Is, is the Pickens Express going to get uh, yeah. water relaxed? I, I don't, think, field? I don't I, think they got a break at all. You know, they, they, were a, they were a tweener team. They were hoping to be seven. Uh, Schoolcraft's not an easy game. That's that's yeah. a team in their league. They yeah. did beat they did beat Schoolcraft somewhat handily by twenty two. Yeah, but you got to play them again. Yep. I- Ithaca though is back in six, not in five, yeah, which right. is where they owned it. But see, Waterloo even the if they have a good run, they're going to end up playing Lumen Christie in right. the regional final. And who? Good luck on that and one. And who did yeah. Lumen Christie beat early in the season? 
a West Catholic. Yeah, right. right. So First that game. that, that Lumen Christie team is is no and, joke. And right. Juju and company uh, over at uh, Detroit Central. Mm-hmm. I, uh, that's yep. my pick. We're that, covering that, uh, that game. That that's that's my squad in D six. Well, you that, know, that's my pick. Michigan Collegiate. That's going to be a tough. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would not be an easy district final. Right. They whooped on Wild Lake Central. Not saying Wild Lake Central's any whoop beater, but they are D one school. Right. Yeah. They got some athletes. Right. No, there's no doubt that they they are definitely the the so premier, I, premier it, charter school. Let's say. Meh. And uh, then you go in, to the top where Glen Lake's up there. Right. What about St. Francis? St. Francis right. this year? They've, uh, they've How many bulls do they have this year? And Boyne City right. beat St. Francis this year. So that's actually okay. a tough yep. district up there oh, in Mont- the northern Montague, country. Montag, too. Montague. Montague. Montague, sorry. <laughs> Montague, Montague, Montague. That's my Mont- pick. That's my pick. I like Montague. Yeah. Yeah. And Montague beat. And they actually have Michigan a fairly Catholic. favorable district, and you look at it. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be that tough. And they'll probably play... Ithaca in a region Ithaca's five. rolling, and and there's. Yeah. I saw when the I watched a little bit of the selection show, mm-hmm. and I saw that uh, they were saying something about the quarterback mm-hmm. over there. Is, Bentley, he's averaging twenty five completions a game. Yeah. Averaging <laughs> twenty five completions a game. They do wing it. Um, yep. Yeah. So, but again, as weather becomes a concern, right. you know, you're not going to be able to wing it as much. So, yeah. uh, we'll that see. The game would be at Montague too, so I think that yep. would be an advantage. It's going to be really interesting to see how the weather plays. I like that this dist- year. I mean, I like that division because I have no idea. I mean, there could be five teams. Any one of five could win that. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. D seven. Yeah. What do you is, think? Is, is is Madison at the bottom, ready for yeah. a run? You know? In the more and so. more, I what do you think, think Scott? Think you know that, that, that was my, yeah, that's uh, that's your pick that's to win it all. Pick. Austin Brown uh, to win the state championship. He's going to take that, uh, that uh, tried and games. true Catholic yep. league experience that he got his first two years starting under center uh-huh. uh, for the Shamrocks at CC, and he's taking it from D- Division One down to D Seven, and I think that that experience is going to pay off. It's already paid off what, with what he's been able to do through the air in his first year playing in public school ball uh, in the MAC. Uh, he threw for. Uh, at this point, I think he's at about uh, 2,300 yards, uh, 28 touchdowns, and uh, he's just going to keep that uh, that momentum going forward. What, what the are playoffs. their notable wins? Who are some of their notable wins? Marine City. Yeah, that was that's a really, notable. That's a really big win for that them. Is that good. was their biggest win. It was okay. a close game. It was like 28-24. I think okay. it was it was played at Madison. All right. Um, no, I think and they've had some close games, but that's okay. You know, you know, you play close games like and win. That, that, that's fine. Yeah, a quarterback like that is is such a equalizer and a game changer when it comes to postseason. No doubt. And, 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 and you talk about and, bad weather. He can run the ball. Yeah, he does. And he understands. Yeah, again, he doesn't hurt his ankle last yeah. year, right? He yeah. for state all final could have been a lot different. For all intents and purposes, he quarterbacked uh, yes. Catholic Central into the state championship. Yeah, correct. Even he went down he with like a seventeen nothing lead. I agree. Yeah. Right. That's when he went down. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's a team to and watch for. They certainly have a favorable bracket, I yeah. would say, to at least get them to the regionals. Yeah, a, a team to watch for, it, and I don't know a whole lot about this year's team, but Clinton is used to playing in Division Six. They've tested Ithaca in previous years in the playoffs and in the finals. Clinton's down to Division Seven now. They only have 49 playoff points, but they could be a factor. They play a good schedule. Yeah. Right. That's not so, an easy district. Right. So again, Catholic and Hudson. Right. A lot like, you know, maybe a... Um, a team like Lansing Sexton plays a tough mm-hmm, schedule. Mm-hmm. They prove themselves more in, in what they're you know facing their own type of, of talent. And I see that in Grand Rapids North Point Christian. I yeah, mean, they play a one. pretty good schedule. And I they're playing the team in the first round, Poamo Westphalia, I who just, I have as my uh, pick to win D seven. Wow. I don't think that's an easy. I think Poamo's that they better play well because they yeah. might yeah. not win that game. Is it yep. Novell's to lose in? Uh, no, it's Muskegon Catholic. I was going to say one. Oh, other I'm thing. sorry. What am I thinking? I was going to say. <laughs> I apologize. I was going to say one other thing in D7 is that uh, Ishpeming has actually played well 
and have been, I think they've been winning fairly. Ishpeming Ishp- Ishp- Westwood. Ishpeming Westwood. Westwood. Correct. Ishpeming Ishp- Ishp- Westwood. Ishp- not the other Ishpeming. Yeah. Ishp- the yes. hematites haven't haven't been the same right. in the last couple of years. I don't know how I so overlooked Muskegon County. They just had they just had the the one loss to Gladstone, but uh, they've. Um, They've been, they've been playing well. That's such an unknown for me because Lake City sitting there at the number one seed in that district yeah. at 9-0. and yeah. I think they're going to have trouble with McBain, Lake City. Right. So. Right. Yeah, those teams are all always going to beat up on each other. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we always talk about out eight, eight's the one game, you know, you get to the state finals, you're going to show up, and it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Uh, no. You know, usually no matter who's playing. Well, fortunately, Nouvelle's in the other bracket. Say, can Nouvelle give uh, Muskegon CC a game possibly, in, the Ford, yeah. in the Ford Field? No, and like, I, think, I think they have a favorable, favorable district. I don't Even in their region, I don't see anybody that's going to beat them. Um, even further north, jeez, Norway maybe. Right. Norway. We're right. going to have Sam Ali again uh, from the UP. He's going to join us. He's going to join us again tomorrow on the State Champs Go right. Radio Show. And yeah, he loves Norway. I think that's. Sam that, dropped some knowledge last time. He I'm did. Sure he's got some more. So, this yeah, week. it'll be interesting. I, I do want to pick his brain on some of the teams that he feels is playing really, really well right now as he gets a chance to, to see them all. But on the bottom bracket, you know, Menden in the district final will probably. Being Muskegon Catholic's toughest game. Yeah. Ottawa Lake Whiteford, maybe in the semifinal. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting that, about that. The They've been to a semi before. They, so They were in the finals. They were last. They were in the finals. They got smoked. They played with them until halftime. They, they were, my, they were my beating the odds team. team. Yeah. Like every day I did my beating the odds segment in the playoffs, and every time they lost the next week. But that's okay. But yeah, Whiteford is undefeated this year. And yeah, they've, I think, really, I mean, they sleep on the If you look at their they, the lowest they've scored all season is 48 points. Wow. You know, I mean, they've scored, they, they beat Adrian Madison 67 to nothing. And they just look, came off a 51 nothing beat. I think, they, I think they get out of their regional easy. I yeah. don't like any of those teams right. in there. Um, but then they would probably, you know, then play Catholic in the semi. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, that's, that's interesting okay. yeah. because it, now you're, on, you're not in that comfy Ford field, you know, and if the semis are. Sloppy, right? Then uh, you know, I think maybe it evens the playing yeah, field, a little right. bit. and you've had a chance to have played them last year. If Muskegon CC gets that state title. I mean, that Martinez family is going to need to get themselves a new trophy case. <laughs> That's right. Just, yeah. They're just loading up on. Uh, you, know, you, you talk about some of these small schools have you know the, the family lineage. Yeah. Um, you know, locally, it's like Waterford, our way of the Lakes girls basketball. Muskegon Catholic Central football is becoming that where you just there's right. another well, one after another. You know, but you know, they just lost to Montague. Right. Yeah. They lost. They lost. Yeah, and they beat thirty. Four good. to ten. Yeah, yeah. so you know, really might, good. Might be a wake up call. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But also, I think what's happening um, with the amount of uh, eight player teams that are being added that takes the lower yes. teams out of D eight, and you bring down D seven teams right. like a Nouvelle, who yeah. many times have been in D seven. Right. So maybe, just maybe, the D eight playoffs will be more competitive right. this year. Eight players I'm just got saying because of that fact. But Do I really not. believe that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but right. maybe I'm putting a hook there. Yeah, so eight players got two two divisions. Right. So they'll have uh, you know two state championship games at the Superior Dome uh, on the weekend of the semifinals. Uh-huh. Gosh, what a weekend that is! That right. football semifinals. We've got girls swimming finals. Mm-hmm. We've also got volleyball finals mm-hmm. all on the same day with semifinals and the two eight-player ones. Although sometimes they used to do – the eight-man used to be eight-player on Friday night. It's not. Well, we're going to get Saturday some semis on Fridays for the 11-player. The oh, good. There we go. 
I, I talked Good. to Mark Ewell recently about that. Okay. I said, when am I going to find out? When are we going to find out? He says, well, you got to hold on that. They won't make that announcement until really after the regional finals and they see the matchups, mm-hmm. and then they'll make some decisions. Gotcha. I, yeah. I'd be interested. I'd, I want to, you know, I've always said that that was cheating the fans. Yes. That you play them all at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. And you, you, let's say there was one near your house, especially in southeast Michigan. We have a number of them here. Mm-hmm. Um, that you could, oh, I can't watch King play De La Salle, for example. I'm going to watch Ike play Cast Tech or somebody like yes. that. Yes. Right. No doubt. And for the teams that have been playing Fridays the whole time, yeah. you know. Well, just like give them another option. Play. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Friday night football is really cool. Plus, if, if the weather is. is ridiculous, you have the option of moving it to the next it. day. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, if you have to. Right. Um, but yeah, for the fam, we've always felt we got it cheated having all the semifinals on the same day. And well, believe only, me, it's such a bear for us to cover. That, I think I think to a certain extent, a lot of the 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 schools and the fans feel cheated to a certain right? extent because you're you're talking about you know a lot of people want to go and watch their you know the Michigan whoever right. game, the Michigan State whoever yeah. game, you know. You're told you're told to choose between one or the other, and a lot of people choose to sit on their on their couch where it's warm, right? And, and watch instead of going out there in that snowball that right. we had a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. I mean they'd rather just head out there on Friday night it was after so much, work. It was yeah. so much you know? fun driving in that snow yeah. and the way. Oh, home, I watched it? the police cruiser flip, so that was <laughs> enjoyable. I was like, I was that made me more terrified. I'm like driving 15 miles an hour, I'm afraid I'm going to flip. Oh Jeez. my goodness, yeah, yeah, that was, was a nightmare. Yeah, day. I was driving from Elma to. Uh, Lansing, where my sister lived, and then I remember I like, after I that day was blitz. over. I think Ohio State was playing Michigan State that night, mm-hmm. and I get home and I was, I had to have so many diet cokes after that because I was so. Uh, <laughs> take the edge <laughs> off. Take the edge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Luckily, I, you know, it's yeah, funny. Those Diet Cokes, they right yeah, Sometimes, yeah, yeah they do. I, uh, I lucked out because I got to go to Dearborn for, uh, I think it was Franklin and King. Oh, and yeah. uh, yeah, and it was we had snow, but it wasn't anything like like what uh, we sent Kev, the, Kevin to Romeo or the, right. the Romeo yeah, and over at Howell and yeah, Howell, uh, Howell and Brighton yeah. had it the worst. It just to host I was at Troy Athens, and that was uh, that was yeah nutty. That yeah. was the I think the last the Canton two of the last three years the semifinal day has been. Snowy Brutal. and, and oh, that cold, blistery. that one mm-hmm. cold when I had Carmen Ainsworth in Clarkston. Yeah, oh my goodness! Tom's heard some stories from me. Yeah, I, I, Jeff had, I was on the Jeff's sidelines. Stories are much better. Than I was on the sidelines for those games, and I'm not sure if I can even feel my extremities now. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. So we'll see. We've been blessed this year. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, it's going to be well, an interesting. Aren't you run. posting your picks? I'll be posting. I'll be posting a blog probably by the end of today with my my divisions. Mine were already eight. up, so I'm. So I Tom's are up right now, mouth. right? Yes. StateChampsNetwork.com. Well, you know I'll, I'll, I'll have one up on my blog by tomorrow. Yeah. Good, perfect. So cool. we'll have that, and then we'll all talk about it tomorrow night. Yes, yeah, for sure. On the scoreboard, it'll be an. You guys will all get to listen to how wrong we were after yeah, one week. Exactly. It is a uh, it's a Halloween weekend, so I'm debate. You know, so if you watch the State Champs programs this week. Uh, we have two kind of Halloween-themed episodes, uh, our Extra Point show. Uh, we went on the road, and uh, we were at the Haunted Farm of Terror in New Haven, and we kind of uh, did it up as if the state champs van broke down along the side of the road, and we like ended Blair, up Blair Witch style? kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> it is very much like that. Uh, so that should be interesting yeah. viewing. Uh, Tom and I, of course, have a, a colorful Mr. Football segment yes. uh, as uh, – 
characters, comic book characters, and who knows, one may show up tomorrow night as well. And uh, uh, just let you know the updates on the Mr. Football race uh, as far as their stats from last week are, are now, now posted on our page, so you can take a look at those. Yes. And, and for what it's worth, we, we closed it recently. There's These 10 will stay there. But, you know, in my mind, and I think the rest of us in this room, we want to see what happens in the playoffs. What happens yes, to Max Whitworth? What happens to Bryce Feasley? Does West Bloomfield, and that was one of my points I made on the TV side, was uh, my vote for Feasley is dependent upon how good, how well yeah, West Bloomfield does. Plays, yeah. Well, two years ago, we were we were kind of a, a, a split decision, and I think you know that miracle and miracle last year. King, you know, decided last. Oh, right, last year was last year. You know, Cody White was injured but struggled, and yeah. I think that drew Donovan Peoples Jones a lot closer to Cody sure. White and made yeah. it a discussion. So, you know, playoffs is really when it really gets going, yeah. right? Get started. Yeah. Bryce Beasley, David McCollum, all these guys with playoff, you oh, know, playoff right. opportunities. And, and if West Bloomfield gets bounced early like they've had in the past. It would ha- and, that and, does and, not and, definitely right. well for Bryce. It hurts Beasley's chance. So I'm just going right. to say, you know, the the way that we we break it down, we have a criteria. You know, 30 percent is performance throughout the season. That includes playoffs. Right. Uh, so you can kind of weigh that. We do weigh the entire season. We look at matchups, how they performed, uh, you know, and how how they did throughout the year. Did they have a consistent performance throughout the season? So that's important, and we weigh a lot on that. 20 percent is who did they play? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, of course those those. You know, it's not always just a Division One school. You can have a Division Three team, or because of how strong they are, it depends on who they mm-hmm. play. But that's how we wait. And of course, the playoffs increases your level of competition. So right. we're going to see who you know. If there are some major upsets early, and maybe you didn't play someone as good, you could have a, a, a thing. You know, well, obviously the online vote is huge. That's twenty percent. Big game performance, though, is is where we and team success are the last really two categories: fifteen and ten percent each. And uh, that's where the playoffs mean. And every everything. game in the playoffs is a it's big game. A big yeah. game performance, well, no let's doubt. Ju- let's just say Waterville makes a run. Yeah. You know, uh, they have got a, a, a tough road. And yeah, let's, let's say, say that. Let's happens. say they make it to the semifinals. Yeah. Let's say West Bloomfield gets bounced. Yeah. Then maybe some yes. other, you know, Fenton gets bounced yeah. early right. or whatever. Zach, does, does that move Zach up into your top four? It, it definitely could, because yeah. especially with, depending on how well he plays, you know, those are tough oh. games and those are big games. Like it Scott shows was you how wide open this Mr. Well, football and, race was. They're D6. This is D6 plays good football. We already talked about that. The hardest one to pick. And we have the best quarterbacks in the state in, the, in Division Six, in Pickens and Juju Jordan. Right. And we've had a Division yeah. Six quarterback point. win the Mr. Football Award, Ithaca's Travis Smith. Correct. So it's it's not unlikely that it happens. No, yes, they were on the nation's longest winning streak. But yes, no, there's no doubt. And uh, yeah, absolutely, I, I think there's no question about that because it's going to look if if Whit were. Let's say they just kind of limp along. Let's say even if they win, but there's just nothing right. that's special, and he's not driving. What if they get? What if they have trouble in a district final and they right. win by a touchdown and he doesn't play well? Right, right. or he gets hurt. Unfortunately, I know right. you don't want to. We don't want that to happen. Uh, but you know, like you would consider him, him as one of the definite favorites right now. He's definitely leading the vote. So even if he's injured, he'll be in the final four if he wins the online vote. So um, that takes away from someone. Just to go off of what Scott was saying. You know, as wide open as this contest is, last year, I mean, I, w- I was open-minded, but when we got to the playoffs, I was pretty set on Cody White, Khalil Pimpleton, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Ambry Thomas. I was pretty yeah. set on those four, and it really wasn't wide open. This year, you, it could change next week who That's my right. top four are. eight or nine guys that are yeah. competing yeah. for I that I mean, spot. If, if Davison does well sure. yep. and Tariq's running it up, then yeah, what if, just look yeah. from the start of the season to the end of the yeah. season. At the mm-hmm. first part of the season, it was all Tariq Reed and all Max right. Whitworth. Right. And then whatever, you know... 
right? There, there were if, some factors into why yeah, Whitworth right? and, and went like down he, a little bit because he hasn't been playing the well, last yeah, what, right? if, what if Reed runs for over 100 yards and they yeah. beat Clarkston? Yeah, yeah exactly. Fun. And he continues. Whoa. <laughs> and he continues to do that. No doubt about it. And what, you know, and again, what if Ovio Gofu carries Harrison mm-hmm. to the and, state, final. to the state yeah. finals. And what if he's got 10 tackles uh, on defense and a, right. you know, uh, That's a, a touchdown on offense? Right. And, uh, and even if, let's say, they play Muskegon and they let's say they lose by a touchdown, but he's great. Yeah. In in mm-hmm. how they play, then that's going to factor into his big yeah. game performance, team success, all of that, mm-hmm. because they've gotten as far as as they have. And again, if if Ladarius Jefferson, let's say Muskegon just totally pounds everyone, and he doesn't have to do much, mm-hmm. you know that of course that you know that weighs in, like right. Sure. I mean, you know, he's, he's always has the ball. He, yeah, I know hands. he does. That's, That's the thing. It was like Khalil. Uh, he's right. he's got the ball. Yep. He's going to do it. They're going to ride and his. If he, even if he doesn't, he's gonna if, get even if he's not throwing it, he's running. And I don't think they'll have any problem just putting the pedal to the metal f- every, all four quarters against whoever they play. Yeah. Right. I, one thing I'll say about uh, just to close on Harrison about Ovi. This is a guy that has to do a lot of heavy lifting. As a, as we said before, on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. he's got to be the top tackler on. Uh, defense. He's got to be one of the top uh, playmakers on offense, whether it's stretching the field uh, as as a as a tight end, wide receiver, hybrid, or on special teams returning kicks. And this is the type of kid that doesn't shy away from that responsibility one bit. He welcomes it. He thrives on it. And that's the type of playmaker you need to ride to Ford Field. And, and yeah, I I'm going to take a look at that, Obi uh, that this of, week. This is the first time I've seen. I've seen him before, but I've not seen him his senior year. And next next week, I plan on seeing Ladarius Jefferson at Muskegon. But so I've just been really some eyeballs. Oh, impressed I, with Ovi's leadership. In that's addition what I've to his heard. Playmaking. I've heard that he has been the guy. I mean, the, the last couple of years, you saw him on defense, and you're like, oh wow, he's a he's a a a, a, pro, a prodigy, a, a real a prototypical outside line. And, but an athlete, right? Right, but you yeah. didn't see him uh, picking up his teammates. You didn't see him leading in the huddle. You didn't see him do it on the offensive side of the ball. And mm-hmm. now you are. And then, well, and, you know, it's just the year of the quarterback. Yeah, I was but gonna, here's Ovi. And that's my. Yep. That's right. And the last thing I was going to mention is, you know, uh, we put Tristan Robbins in for a reason, mm-hmm. uh, and that's because he's really done great for Mona Shores. And uh, you know, Forest Hill Central is nine and zero. But uh, if they get by Portage Central and then take care of Forest Hill Central, uh, then they could have a rematch maybe with uh, our other Mr. Football candidate, Ryan Hayes and Traverse City West, yeah. uh, which could be right there. Then, um, you know, he's he's one of those guys that we're going to have to, as, as far as they can go. You I mean, talk about big game performance. He's yeah. going to be put up to the test. Exactly. He's going to have to score some points against a Forest Hill Central. Yes. Right. Uh, that's, right. a, that's a tough one. You that's know, not and, a and, Mid- and Midland's right there. Yeah, exactly. And Midland's right there too. Right. You know, yeah. who uh, has, yeah, has Midland's played playing very well. Very well. So, yeah. So this is where it all comes down. It comes down to brass taxes, gentlemen. Yep. And uh, you got to show up or shut up. And uh, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see uh, the weather forecast. Where, where they're calling for rain tomorrow, mm-hmm. pretty much throughout the state. Yeah. The show starts tomorrow night, and I'm sure. This uh, playoff run, just like uh, almost we'll, we'll, all of them, are going to be block. It's going to be a blockbuster smash hit. You never yeah. know that. You know, we <laughs> we'll talked about surprises. the weather in the playoffs. If that does what it's yes. supposed to do tomorrow night, that could that could force some upsets, and we'll you see. never know. The interesting thing is, and it's kind of unfortunate, just from a fan's perspective, you just don't have the grass fields yeah. anymore. So you know, you don't you don't well, really at least see we can the, see the numbers. You don't see the mud bowls <laughs> like they uh, like they have been in the past. Was um, that carrying I mean, the ball? One thing you can always go back to. I mean, however the tournament is organized or situated. Michigan every year, year in, year out, puts out such great football that you want to talk about worth the price of admission. 
uh, go to any playoff game around the state uh, these next three, four weeks, and you're going to see some some great football and some exciting football. All and, over the state, And, and kids that are just, uh, you know, chomping at the bit to get after and it. Even, and even if you're a Michigan and Michigan State fan, you're going to yeah. see some of your, your top players of, of yeah. tomorrow out there. Sure. There's, right. We there's, mentioned Theo Day. Right. mentioned Theo Day. Ryan, Ryan Hayes at Tra- yeah. Traverse City yeah. West. Yeah. Jalen Mayfield at Grand Rapids Catholic Central. A lot of Michigan guys. Yeah, yeah. a lot of Wisconsin guys. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four <laughs> all, Wisconsin guys. all you Badger fans that yeah. are in, in the Michigan area. AJ uh, Taj. Um, yeah. Reggie Pearson, yeah. Mike, Mike Furtney. They might be living in Kingsford, yeah. right? Well, yeah. well you know, right, all, the, all, the, all the Wisconsin right? fans live in Isn't southeast Oak, Michigan. Was, was, where's Rogers going, or has he just got offers now? Oak Parks? Oh, oh uh, Justin Rogers. Justin Rogers. Yeah. He's, he's just got offers. He's just, just got offers. offers. Yeah. But, but the, the four uh, Wisconsin-bound uh, yeah. Michiganders are A.J. Abbott, Taj Mustafa, the right. wide receivers yeah. at West Bloomfield, West Bloomfield. Yeah. Reggie per- Pearson, the safety over at River Rouge, and Mike Furtney, the offensive lineman at Milan. Yeah. Okay. One last team not to sleep on just because uh, Scott Merchant's my man is the Wait, way that Chip, Chip Valley, Valley has done this year. Well. I tell you what, and you, if you they take Cast Tech in the regionals, if they get through it, I think that they could be an interesting Do, game. Don't think that, that and they will be at home. And yeah, don't think that right. coaching staff doesn't remember Mike Weber running for I don't, I don't know nine hundred and thirty <laughs> yards against them a couple He's years. Still ago. running, man. Yeah. So they're, they're going to want know, you'd a little take bit. Take a chip and Oak Park in Southeast Michigan, anyways. As yes. teams that are kind of flying under the radar, yep. that are have the ability to really Tommy at least Schuster, to get to good coaching, good yeah. coaching. On Tommy both Schuster of them too. is a very underrated quarterback. Yep. Marcel Lewis, linebacker, tight end, is a very nice player. Chip Valley can do some damage this year. Dewan Mathis, Michigan State commit over at Oak Park. There you yeah. go. At quarterbacks. So. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they got they got playmakers all over that Marquand thing. McCall line is good. giving him protection. Yes. And Justin Rogers yes. giving him protection. Marquand's going to Kentucky. Yeah. Robert Daniel in the uh, secondary is going to Eastern Michigan. They got a for all you Eagles. They got a bevy yes. of uh, of college uh, college bound players over in that Oak Park roster. Yep. So it's going to be fun, gentlemen. We will reconvene uh, tomorrow night at ten thirty on the studios of ninety seven one. The ticket here in Southeast Michigan. Uh, the state champ scoreboard will go from ten thirty to midnight. We'll be taking your calls. Uh, if you want to write it down, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven is the phone number. We'll be doing a Facebook Live broadcast uh, as soon as we start our show. Boom! The conversation begins on Facebook yeah. Live. There are loyal, loyal Facebook Live watchers who start talking they immediately. Really are. And uh, so there's always a conversation going there if you want to be a part of it. It's always um, trash talking too. Yeah, it's it is. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And if I'm if we I clean am, it up. if I am dressed up in in full uh, comic uh, book villain <laughs> regalia, I'm sure there'll be some interesting comments there. I have not decided if I'm going to do that or not. Just letting you know. We're rooting for Don't it. Don't count on it. <laughs> I want to see. see. It. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right, boys. So the, that's it. We will see you guys uh, tomorrow night, and uh, good luck to everybody out there in the playoffs. Uh, just remember, you know, for for me as a player when I was young, you know, we we were a team that did not make the playoffs my sophomore and junior year. We did our senior year, and we did lose in the first game, but it was such a thrill just that. to make the playoffs. It means a lot. To get in, my team was and excited when we just won games. Yeah, so there's that. That's Friday night light shines so much team, brighter yeah. in the, the high school. I went yeah. to one, two or so three games. My enjoy season. it, guys. It's one of those things. These are the glory days for a lot of you who won't play football beyond this. So if this is your last go at it, savor it, enjoy it, and uh, by all means, um, give it all you got. Playing Leave no- it on the field. Playing, right. playing in November is uh, the definition of a privilege. It's it not, is. It's not yeah. a right. It's not a requirement. And uh, when you make that uh, that jaunt in the playoffs, that you'll always remember. It's, yeah, it's, it's nothing some, greater. It's nothing better. Yeah, nothing greater. So I'll never forget playing in below zero temperature. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's something about it. So anyway, we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Thanks. Bye.